Humble Nation, what is up? Did you miss me last week? Listen, it was Labor Day, and for us entrepreneurs who don't get days off, um, at least not for an extended period of time, uh, so I took advantage to enjoy a day of absolutely no labor. Uh, typically, my off days consist of administrative work or uh, figuring out new branding, marketing uh, strategies for the gym. Uh, and I decided to not do anything. I had a cigar, I had a bottle of wine. It was a great day. So needless to say, I did not record any uh, episode, any type of episode last week. So here I am with another, another Monday. Uh, today, I want to talk about planning your losses. And uh, the reason why this topic kind of just came to me is because I, it's in business, it's what I find myself doing um, often. Um, I always have a plan for the things that could go wrong and how to make them right. Um, and I've been doing this since day one, uh, but you get better with it as you go. So for me, for example, uh, like we switched softwares at the gym. So we used to use a company um, called Wattify and they had their own app and, and blah, blah, blah. And then we unrolled our own app, Humble365 app. And it's powered by a completely different software, completely different company. And I'm sure very few of you are aware, but for those of you who are, these softwares are very expensive. Okay? They are not cheap. So to pay for two is extremely expensive. So I had to make a business decision, and obviously I decided to not pay for both. Uh, but I knew by not doing that, by not having an ability to charge people, um, and having to sit back and wait on them to rejoin, I knew that there were several members who would use this as an opportunity to leave the gym without having to have any sort of contact with me. And sure enough, several individuals did take that as an opportunity to leave the gym because they simply did not rejoin, right? Um, and so I had to think what was the simplest way to convert everyone over from one platform to the next. And uh, the way I went about it, I believe, was the best way to go about it to eliminate uh, as much confusion as possible. But I had to plan for, okay, you know, I'm gonna lose 10% of my membership base. Um, you know, and, and obviously, you, it's on the high end. But I assumed that 10% of the membership base, um, which is you know seven or eight people, would utilize that opportunity to say, hmm, I don't know if I wanna go back for a multitude of reasons, most of which have nothing to do with the gym. Um, oftentimes when people cancel gym memberships, it has nothing to do with the facility they belong to and everything to do with their own internal uh, battles that they're having. People say they're not getting results from a gym and then you ask them, how they eat, uh, and that pretty much solves the battle right there, right? But we always have to have some type of scapegoat. Typically, gyms, uh, it's easier to blame the gym um, than it is to look yourself in the mirror and 
you know, say X, Y, and Z. And that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, you know, that's not me um, complaining by any stretch of the imagination. That is just simply how it goes in this business. But we talk about planning our losses. Um, when I sold the bikes, I had a plan for what would be my response to members who say, I feel like I will get a better workout with the bikes than without them. I feel like I had, you know, I lost more weight when we were using the bikes than without the bikes. How do I overcome that obstacle? Because I know or knew at that time that it would come. And so I planned for that. During COVID, I knew I was selling, I knew I would be selling my bikes. So I had a plan in place well before I needed to execute that plan. And I could assume what the reactions would be in order to, to make sure that I had the proper uh, response for members. Um, so again, I planned uh, you know, for that failure, right, or for that loss. And by loss, I mean of people thinking that I need cardio, you got rid of our quote-unquote cardio equipment, and now I need to go to a gym that has quote-unquote cardio equipment. How do I overcome that battle? And I think I did a pretty damn good job of doing so. Um, so, and I mean, I, there's a multitude of stories that I could give you uh, about Humble365 and how I've had to plan for losses. But we can also apply that to our everyday life, right? There's, we're not going to always get it right. Uh, some of us are going to get it wrong more than others. And you have to have a strategy in place for what if this happens? What's your game plan? And if you don't have one, that I would highly encourage you to get on ASAP. Right? We, when we plan for our future, we talk about all the things we want. Very rarely do we sit and think of the obstacles that will most likely come into play on our journey to, to obtaining our wants and desires. I probably spend a little too much time thinking about what obstacles will come about. Um, to me, I think it is a, a gift of mine in terms of how my brain functions. Uh, I can create that realistic scenario of, hey, here's what's going to happen. Or here, this will make people feel this way. If I say it this way or do it that way, the response will be this. When I was a teenager and I was trying to, you know, learn how to talk to girls, I used to practice the conversation. I would stand in my bathroom and I would talk to myself and I would practice how I would laugh. And I knew if I asked this question, here are the three responses this girl could give me. Based off of each one of those responses, I already knew what my response would be in order to convince this girl that she liked me, that we were experiencing a connection of some sort, right? And then eventually that expires, as everything does, but you get the point. I planned my conversations so that I could dictate a certain result. In life, in business, you have to plan these things in order to get a certain result. Now, I also had an plan for when the exit strategy came, when the exit time came, you know, when my uh, pre-conversations, you know, pre-practiced conversations, sorry, practice conversations, good Lord, were no longer working and said girl 
is, you know, ready to move on from me, how do I overcome when she's ready to break up with me? Because I know why she's going to want to break up with me. Because I set it up. I scripted it. So now when that moment comes, I have planned for that loss. And either I'm going to try to salvage it, and my plan is to salvage it, or my plan is to let it go, but to let it go gently. Same thing in business. There's certain things that I know that I do that won't mesh with everyone. And you'll pick up on those person, those individuals um, who have those types of personalities that simply don't blend. And you know that 30 days from now, 45 days from now, you're going to get an email from that person. And they're going to want to cancel. And then I have to have my planned script, right, planning my losses. Is this a membership that I salvage? Has this person, you know, is this... Uh, a quality member to have a part of our gym community and they're just struggling with some things and we just need to take the time, sit down and buckle down? Or has this person been a pain in my ass since they joined the gym and they complain about everything, the gravel in the parking lot or how people park or the fans are on or the fans are off, right? That person, good Lord, when I get that email, you hate to see them go, but hey, I'll, I'd rather replace them with two or three quality members and rid myself of that large headache, right? So I'm planning for that. These same, this same principle can be applied to our daily life. You have to plan for these losses. You have to plan when you don't get into the school of your dreams. You have to plan for when you don't get the promotion that you wanted and you're at home mapping out your budget. Well, if I get promoted and I'm gonna go up from 50 a year to 80 a year and then we'll be able to do blah, 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 Right? You got to plan for what if I don't get that promotion? How can I still do blah, 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 whatever those plans are that we're whipping up? Right? But we have to plan for these things. You have to plan for failure. You cannot not ignore it. You're trying so busy to be optimistic that you don't want to be realistic. Yeah, I'll say it again. I'm trying so hard. Right? You're so busy being optimistic that you forgot how to be realistic or what realistic means what you are actually capable of. Okay? We are not all capable of greatness. I've always hated that notion that everyone can be great. It's not true. It's unfortunate, but it's not true. Right? All of us won't be rich. Okay? It's, it's unfortunate, but it's not true. Right? But you have to plan for your losses. It's very important that you have those in place because losses will happen. It's about the impact, right? If we have, no, you get hit, but you get blindsided. Right? We watched football. Football was on all day yesterday. If a player takes a blindside hit, knocks him off his feet, might knock him out unconscious, bring out the stretcher. He had no idea this was coming and lifted him off his feet. Versus someone who's vigilant. I still might get knocked. I still might get popped. But I, I can prepare I can lessen the impact. Maybe instead of concussing me, I do just get knocked off my feet, but then I can get back up. I seen him coming. Now, I couldn't do much about it, but I saw him coming. Same thing applies to life. That is my challenge for you all. Plan for your losses. Yes, they can still be lessons and all that jargon that we, again, we're going to lose sometimes, folks. It just it is what it is. Okay? We, no one is invis invisible to losing. 
We will lose sometimes. What's the game plan when you lose? Have a great Monday, Humble Nation. Peace.